I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. A triathlon-ish podcast. Grab your sock hats, fill your decanter. Friday's here. It's time for some banter. Tri-tips, life chat from two feisty pros, zoomies, arm hair, ebbs, and flows. Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift caps and fear those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding. Hello, hello. This is Sarah. True. Sarah Gross is not here this week. Uh, we're going to get a voicemail from her later, but she is in California for the Sea Otter Classic. I've only known of it as a bike race, but apparently it's also some big industry thing. Thank. Um, so that's pretty cool. I can't wait to hear about it because... Like I said, I only know about the bike part. Uh, but the fact that, you know, she's she is missing her favorite part of the week, which is our recording time. It must be pretty cool. It must be pretty good because she's out there spreading the, the feisty word to a whole bunch of folks. Um, and I'll miss her. I miss her. I'll be missing her even more coming up what we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit um so because this podcast i get to talk animal stories i am going to talk animal story this past week i was in um boston for the boston marathon and the biggest star of the weekend was this golden retriever i think his name was spencer i Somebody's going to have to fact check me on that. Uh, but anyway, this this dog was kind of this uh, legend of the marathon in recent years. He held flags and stuff and just became known as the Boston Marathon dog. Well, he passed away. And this weekend seemed to be mostly about celebrating this dog, which I am all about. Uh, he was everywhere. There were There were photos of this super cute golden retriever everywhere and get this there was a golden retriever parade on boylston street uh which just blew my mind i didn't get to see it unfortunately we missed it i think it was on saturday uh i all i know is i missed it maybe sunday morning i don't know but I did get to see a lot of photos from it afterwards, and it looked amazing. I mean, let's be honest. Golden Trevers, the happiest doggos in the whole entire world. And hundreds of them. Hundreds of happy Golden Retrievers just trotting down the street, just smiling, hanging out, having a grand old time. How can that just not warm your your little frosty heart let's be honest the best the best thing of all time is hundreds of golden retrievers having fun hanging out just loving life uh yeah so i got to see a lot of footage of that 
This dog was everywhere. This dog. Okay, on our room key for the hotel, we had this dog. Oh. Anyway. So, Spencer, thank you for inspiring all of us. Um, yeah. It made me very happy. Probably the best part. I don't know if it was the best part of the weekend. But we'll, we'll do a little bean town debrief on the show all right so coming up on the show today a solo sarah show there's a voicemail from my co-host sarah gross i'm going to talk a little bit about boston and then finally sarah has a run-in The fastest path to living healthier, longer starts inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source, your body. It was created by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. That's quite a list. Inside Tracker provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations, plus an action plan on how to live healthier, longer. When I do my Inside Tracker tests, I always use the mobile blood draw service. It's amazing because you can enjoy a premium lab experience in the comfort of your own home or your office. All you have to do is book a time that suits your schedule and they will come to you. The scheduling is easy and they send you text alerts so you'll get appointment updates and notifications when your inside tracker health analysis and custom action plan are ready to view. It's great for busy people who want to save time. So if you want to try Inside Tracker's mobile blood draw service and find out what's going on inside your body for your health, go to insidetracker.com forward slash feisty and get 20% off today. That's insidetracker.com forward slash F-E-I-S-T-Y. Okay, first up. Let's listen to Sarah's voicemail. Okay, Sarah. So full confession right now. I've just had a huge afternoon on the microphone and on camera, like all by myself in my dining room, um, which sounds, I'm sure, (laughs) sounds really amazing to most people. Um, No, I, I I was just thinking of you and how you don't like to be on video but at least I'm not in public although honestly like okay first of all I was recording the video intros for the fueled course um and I think like as time goes on we will probably do like some good b-roll on those intro videos um you know it will kind of evolve but for now it's just like me (laughs) um so I was trying to bring enough lively energy to the videos to make them um, interesting of just me sitting against this red wall, which you can probably picture. Anyway, so that's where my brain is. And then I recorded an intro to the Women's Performance Podcast, which is going to come out while I'm away. And all of this catch up is because I'm heading to Sea Otter, um, which is a big bike. I don't even know what you call it. It's a big bike festival in Monterey, California. There's an industry conference. There's a giant expo which like I saw the videos or not the videos yeah videos I guess of the expo in previous years and it's just like the biggest expo I've ever freaking seen um and then there's some bike racing so I'm sure you know what sea otter is but 
Um, if anyone doesn't, it is my first time going there to this industry conference. I'm going to schmooze and talk to companies about feisty media. So that is why, wow, I feel like I just said the first to the last two minutes have all been one sentence. <laughs> so I apologize for that. My reason is because I've been on the mic all day. Um, so Sarah, that is why I cannot be with you um, on Wednesday because I will be on a flight to California. Um, so just a couple small updates from me. I don't think I'm going to have a 12 minute update like previous weeks because, you know, I don't really have a rant today. Um, maybe, yeah, if someone could send me something to rant about, um, that would be good. But for now I don't have a rant. I did watch Ben finish. Um, so congratulations to him, the Boston marathon and Sarah would love an update about like how your, um, cheering went uh, with Hawk um, and how Ben feels about his race. That would be amazing. Um, and then the other thing I just want to talk about a little was like, are we feisty launched our first online course fueled a comprehensive nutrition course for active women. And I think we talked a little bit about this. We didn't talk about it much last week. I just completely forgot as I do. Um, but we were shocked at the response Honestly, um, we, we ran two, co two founding cohorts, one for menopause, for women in menopause and beyond, and then one for that was open for anybody. And wow, like the menopause one, we had to shut down after three days because we had over 200 people in there. And I just want to make sure that we can give everyone a good opportunity, even though like you can do the whole course on your own online if you want to. Uh, we do have three live expert sessions as part of the course. So we wanted to make sure that we can serve everyone properly. Um, and if people have questions or if there's a snafu that we don't see coming because it's the first time, I just want to make sure that like everything runs smoothly and not have like a gazillion people in there that we have to, um, you know, that we have to, that we take our responsibility seriously around educating them. So, yeah. So, I mean, I just didn't, I don't think I really realized how, I knew this topic was important and I knew people would want to learn about it, but I'm, yeah, blown away by the response. So that's been really fun. Um, that's about, oh, I have one question for our audience. Uh, so a uh, little insider, this is an insider, like, because you listened to If We Were Riding, you get this. Um, so I have a question. So I have been talking, Kelly and I have been talking to Iron Man a little bit this year because we really want to create a strategy to like blow up this women's only race and make it amazing. And, and obviously for Kelly O'Mara and myself on the media side. So we're looking to like promote this thing as, you know, to go in guns blazing basically. Um, and so my question is like, we want to create some kind of big event in Kona um, where I don't know, like if you have the women who listen to this, who are the types of folks who might qualify for Kona, who might want to qualify for Kona in the future, maybe the people who see all these, all the extra slots that are created by this women's only day as an opportunity to go to Kona and race, whether you make it or not, you know, this year is indifferent. Um, I'd love to know, like on the ground in Kona, what do you want to see or know about? Like, do you want more intimate conversations with the pros, for example? Or would you like to attend like an educational event around some, some, something specific to performance or training? Or do you just want the opportunity to schmooze with other women? 
Um, would you come to Kona if you owned a small business like a coaching company and um, attend some kind of business building event like an outspoken light for example, if you know what that is, that was our business entrepreneurship conference last fall. So yeah, I just kind of curious if anyone has any opinions about what you might like to see there, because now, you know, we've been talking to quite a number of companies, um, as well as Ironman themselves about what we might create. So there's some opportunities. And we take very seriously the real things that real women want, obviously. Um, So there's that. And then, oh, something else, Sarah, I feel like if we were in person, we'd be talking about this this week um, because we need to start um, informing our lovely audience that if we were riding is going to be shifting a little bit in how it's going to be, we're going to call it an upshift. It's going to be improving. Um, So what we are hoping to do is create a bit of a talk show vibe, um, kind of like, imagine like, the view, but triathlon. (laughs) So we're hoping to bring in other voices from the sport and not occasionally we'll have someone on that we kind of interview quote unquote, but I think more the idea is just to like sit around and banter and talk about things that affect us as um, active women, as women in the sport or issues that happen in triathlon, things that we find interesting or that are going on. And it's going to include multiple regular hosts that kind of rotate around. So the lovely, so you, Sarah, the lovely Sarah True and Kelly O'Mara are going to be the two main hosts of this new format. Um, I'm going to float in and out. Uh, We also have a couple other super exciting hosts that are already lined up, although I don't really want to give it away just yet until we... Uh, finalize everything with them next week. But we have some really cool people joining us. And, you know, I always love the episodes. Like there was one really fun episode with me and you, Sarah, and then Kelly O'Mara and Jordan Blanco, where we talked about that interview where Andrew Messick was interviewed, where he apparently stormed out. Remember that? Um, And I just thought it was really fun, like having the four of us just kind of real quick banter everyone had a slightly different opinion on things which I also really enjoyed and appreciated so I felt like we wanted to create something like that and just like level up level up we are leveling up if we were riding Um, so that is going to be rolling out in May Um, Sarah can give you a little bit of input on that as well and we'll be talking about it in future weeks but I just wanted to sort of plant the seed let everyone know that was happening If you have any suggestions for some of the people you'd like to swap in as one of the rotating hosts, uh, definitely let us know. And yeah, otherwise, Sarah, I look forward to your update and I very much look forward to chatting with you next week. Okay, bye for now. Okay, thank you, Sarah. I think all of our listeners can agree that's a pretty legitimate reason to skip out on me. Unlike the time you were hanging out in the salty spa, whatever that thing was. Um, That was not a legitimate excuse. Um, Yeah. But spreading the feisty word, that's awesome. Can't wait to hear about it. Uh, Equally, if not more awesome, the fact that the fuel course, you had to, you were capped out, that is so cool. Super cool that that message is resonating and a whole bunch of athletes are, and active people are tuning in 
and wanting to get knowledge. Definitely on board. Uh, what else? Oh, I hope that our listeners aren't too sad. I, you know what? I'm going to be totally honest. I feel ambivalence about this. I'm very excited to be talking with Kelly on a regular basis and having these guests come on and chit-chatting, talking triathlon, all that good stuff, getting the Kona pump on. Yeah. Let's hear it for the ladies in Kona. Let's get our groove going months in advance. I cannot wait for this party. But the downside, hence the ambivalence, I am going to be missing my weekly check-ins with Sarah Gross. I will not lie. It's what I look forward to talking to Sarah every week. Uh, I have no idea what we are going to talk about, but I know I will enjoy it. And our three listeners who listen to us, maybe they also enjoy it. No, I know we have more than three. Maybe like 13. Anyway, uh, so yes, I will be sad. We will, Kelly and I are going to have to have Sarah come on on occasion, but we also want to know who are the fun people you want us to be riding with because that's what it's all about. It's the group ride leading into Kona, many months of getting our hype on. All right, let's get it going. I can't wait. Uh, what else did I miss from them? I'm sure there are other things in that voicemail that I just am missing, and I'm sorry about it, listeners. Uh, you know, it also sounded like Sarah wanted to get some some ideas from folks about what you want to see on the ground level uh, for the the Kona coverage. Get uh, Sarah and her team thinking about it, how they can integrate stuff, and get the people what you want. Woo! I think the people just want dog stories, but what do I know? Actually, no, not dog stories. Animal stories of all types. Let's be honest. They're the best. Um, I wish I had another one for this week, but I don't. I do have... Oh, I... It's kind of a mini dog story. So the hotel I was staying at... uh, Actually, Ben was staying at. uh, Super tight security... Because it was uh, right, it was where the the pro athletes were staying, right next to the finish line. It's been 10 years since the Boston Marathon bombing. And it's a very heightened security situation. I could not see the finish. We watched the race on TV. Didn't see any of the course. I had to have credentials to get into Ben's hotel, which is kind of intense, but you know, it all worked out okay. The perk of this hotel was that they had a hotel dog. Yeah, a hotel dog. Her name is Corey. And she is a trained service dog who now just hangs out at the hotel and has a sweet bed. You know, right next to the concierge and you go and you say hi to Corey and you pet her and she's just a sweet black lab 
Uh, she also has a little dog house out front. I think it's such a brilliant idea. I think all hotels should have a hotel dog. She was she was the biggest celebrity in the hotel. Okay, yeah, Chip Co- Kim Co- Chogi was there. Sorry, <laughs> Kim Chogi was there. One of the greatest marathoners of all time. You know who got more photos? Then Elliot Kipchoge, Corey, the hotel dog. Everybody wanted photos with her. It was unreal. There were lines of people. Uh, Hawk very much enjoyed her. She he enjoyed. She had some sweet toys, uh, that, like a very Boston toys. There was a stuffed Dunkin' Donuts cup and a stuffed lobster, things like that. You know. A little, a little cheesy, a little cheesy, but I appreciated the cheese. I'm there for it. Uh, other than the fact that there was a dog at the hotel, what was our weekend like? Um, oh, Ben had a rough one. Yeah, he was feeling pretty fit going in. And just from the gun did not feel it. It was a struggle. He got through it, but it was kind of ugly. Was pretty bummed. Yeah, not gonna lie. So the, here's the thing: it's it's kind of it's kind of like the whole Iron Man thing. You probably only get two in you a year at most, um, unless you're a little wackadoodle and you want to do more. Uh, but most most marathoners really only do two. And one of his two for the year, uh, well, the previous one that he got ready for was New York and got sick. This one was kind of a dud. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's hard. I, I'm sure as all of you know, it's hard to see somebody prepare for something, work really hard. Uh, you know, Hawk and I didn't get him sick, which is hooray for us. Um, and then just watching somebody work through the disappointment of, of having an off day when you really needed a good one. Yeah. But he's, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. Um, you know, Hawk was really sweet and gave him lots of it's funny even toddlers are they're so aware of emotions of people around them where he just wanted to give his dad extra hugs and give him extra love and he's he's not even two and he gets it he gets that dad is sad um and i think having his his son around helps a little bit probably helps more than having me around because i don't do much um I give hugs, but they're not as fun as a toddler hug. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, so that was that was pretty much our weekend. Um, I gave lots of hugs because our our son Hawk also felt very insecure about being in a city with all the stimulus and all the craziness. Um, I realized that you know the. The clock is ticking. There are only so many times I'm going to be able to have 
my son wanting to cuddle with me. So yeah, when he did not want to fall asleep because he was feeling very insecure about being in a city and just was all worked up. Did I cuddle with him for two hours past his bedtime? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I loved it. Even though that's when I was supposed to be doing a paper for school. Uh, you know, sometimes sometimes you just gotta realize that being present is more important. And that was kind of the theme of the weekend for me where I had all this stuff. Like, yeah, I should have been training and doing my work. And I did very little for me, um, you know, for, for both of those things. You know, very no schoolwork and no real training. But I just kind of enjoyed being around my people. Um, I think there there's a time and place for it, and that was that was definitely this past weekend. Ooh. It sounds like I'm getting choked up, but I'm not. I probably just need some water. I'm not nearly as sentimental as you think I am. <laughs> <clears throat> Woo! All right, there we go. All right, we're going to take a little break, and then I am going to tell you about my run-in. As a former pro triathlete who now does very amateur crossfitting for fun and is in perimenopause, meaning I can't count on my hormones to be consistent anymore, one of my main limitations is the speed at which I build muscle. It just doesn't come easily for me. I wanted to make sure I am actually getting the benefits of the little time I do have to work out. That's why Amino Co's Perform is the perfect product for me. It tastes good, and I just sip on it before and during my workouts. The Amino Co's Perform formula has clean ingredients and is great for your everyday routine to help give your body the fuel it needs to perform at its best and recover faster and stronger from workouts. What's even better is that Amino Co's Perform was created by former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher Dr. Wolf. As a competitive athlete, Dr. Wolf has completed 62 marathons in under 230 whoa, and is still fueling his body with Perform at age 75. So if you are looking for a nutritional advantage when it comes to boosting your peak athletic performance, I recommend you give Perform a try. It's scientifically three times more effective on a gram-for-gram basis than any other protein source. To try it yourself and get 30% off, Use the code RIDING, R-I-D-I-N-G, when you visit aminoco.com forward slash riding. That's A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com forward slash riding. talk about Orca for a minute. In 2018, Orca approached me at the Ironman World Championships in Kona and said, hey, we love what you are doing and we want to support women better. So we are designing products specifically for women rather than just, you know, shrinking the men's products. And we want your help. That's me, Sarah, and Feisty Media. 
that they were asking for help from. Not only that, but I personally find that my Orca wetsuit is the best I've ever had for flexibility and buoyancy, and I definitely wish I had found it when I was racing pro. Fast forward four years, and Orca has launched their new triathlon wetsuits and other gear designed specifically for women. I'm so proud to have been part of this process. So you can order your very own wetsuit and other fab products for 15% off using the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com. That's Iron Women, the name of one of our amazing triathlon podcasts, IRONWOMEN1515 at orca.com. Okay, so I was running, hence the run-in title of that. Yes, good one, Sarah. And how do I set this up? Okay, there was this little, there was a footbridge. It was, you know, plenty wide, a normal width footbridge. I don't know, Um, but lots of space for people, both directions to come. And I hang a left-hand turn onto it. Somebody's coming from the other side. They're going right on their bike. I see them coming because we're going opposite directions. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of in the middle of the footbridge thing. Let me move over to the right. So this woman on a bike completely freaks out, swerves like over to one side and back over in front of me. Back in, like, she swerves right in front of me, slams on the brake, and starts shouting at me because apparently she thinks that I, I was running, I saw her, and I decided to run into her path intentionally. Mind you, I'm on the right side of the bridge. Uh, the normal flow of traffic in North America, you know, you go... you run on the right side of the path the other you know person coming the other direction it's like driving uh at least at least that's my understanding on the vast majority of our paths but apparently in her world she thought that somebody would see her and decide to intentionally run right in front of her um and she just stopped, like, her wheel, her bike wheel, was, like, between my legs, basically. And she was, like, telling me to move. And I was just so confused. I was so confused. I mean, what kind of world do you live in where you think that somebody would do something like that? That another human being would be like, I see you coming, cyclist. I'm going to go directly into your path, and then I'm not going to let you pass. Um, I have, I'm so confused, especially when she was the one who slams on the brakes. I don't, I still am trying to process this whole thing, but I ran away, kind of confused, and I realized that in whatever sad reality that she had constructed where people you know, runners just dart out of nowhere to kind of impede her intentionally. Um, that was her reality. And there was nothing that I could do or say in that moment that was going to convince her that I actually, 
did the opposite. I moved, I saw her coming and I moved to the right of the bridge so that she could have her side of the bridge. And I was trying to make room for her. Nothing I was going to say was going to convince this woman of that. Um, and it's good. I didn't try to really argue with her. I just, you know, let bygones be bygones. But it made me realize just how deeply people create these truths about the world and don't try to convince them that they're wrong. You just, you gotta acknowledge that they're living in a different world and it is what it is. Cause I think if you, if I challenged somebody like that, it would not go well. Um, yeah, I'm thinking of another situation right now. And it definitely applies to this. <laughs> but we're not going to go into it. We're not going to go into it right now. But yeah, just I think for me, just because somebody's not behaving in what I think is a rational way doesn't mean that the reality that they have constructed for themselves, they aren't being re- rational. It's so interesting, isn't it? All right. That was a very, I'm not going to say it was a pointless story. But it was a meandering story that probably could have been summarized far more aptly than I did. But that's okay. You listen to the podcast, you know I meander on quite a bit. Quite a bit. Just, I tried to meander to the right to avoid cyclists. (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening to another week of Sarah's rambles with a voicemail from Sarah. And we'll check in with you, our lovely listeners, next week. Bye! None of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top.